Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 90 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Little Nightmares 2. The games coming out this week include Necromunda Underhive Wars Called Our Gang, Keket Bunny, Anodyne 2 Return to Dust, Gravity Heroes, Speed Limit, Puss, Boom Blaster, and Steven Universe Unleash the Light. Now with last week's biggest news stories, and we have 8 to cover this week. Number 1, Halo Infinite will overhaul vehicle gameplay and allow weapon grappling. Brandon Lowry at Windows Central writes, In a new interview video with Quinn Del Hoyo from the Halo Infinite team, some interesting new information about the game Sandbox has been revealed. The biggest news from the video is that Halo Infinite is completely overhauling Halo's vehicle system. Instead of giving vehicles a standard health bar and making them explode when it depletes, 343 Industries is making it so that a vehicle's effectiveness is reduced in dynamic ways as players damage the vehicle. For example, players that shoot a warthog's wheels will make it harder for the driver of the vehicle to handle and steer it. This is a big shift away from the Halo's usual vehicle mechanics, but it sounds like it will make gameplay interactions with them a lot more interesting than they've been in the past. Some information on the grappling hook pickup was also detailed. Specifically, Del Hoyo stated that if players are skilled enough, they can use the grappling hook to latch onto a banshee and hijack it from its pilot. Additionally, it was also confirmed that the grappling hook will be able to pull weapons to the player using it, which will no doubt be incredibly effective when power weapons are up for grabs. If every pickup is as useful and interesting as the grappling hook, we'll be in for a wild ride in Halo Infinite. The final major piece of news from the video is that 343 Industries is planning to add many weapons, both old and new, to Halo Infinite after its launch. These are the little tidbits of information that do get me more excited for Halo Infinite. I love the idea and the fun mechanics that'll go along with the grappling hook, and changing how vehicles are damaged is certainly going to make the gameplay more interesting. Number 2, Halo Master Chief Collection Flight to add FOV slider, mouse and keyboard support, and more on Xbox consoles. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Halo the Master Chief Collection is set to get a bunch of new content and features in an upcoming flight update rolling out to insiders next week. As detailed in the most recent Halo Waypoint blog, February's Halo the Master Chief Collection public flight will add a custom game browser, which 343 Industries describe as a new way to play with each other in MCC, a new map for Halo 3 from Halo Online, FLV slider support for Xbox One, mouse and keyboard support for consoles, double key bindings, advanced audio options, view model customization options, and Season 6 content. Also with this update, the FLV slider will no longer be locked on Xbox Series X and S consoles when a console is set to 120Hz. If you want to get in on the Halo Master Chief Collection flight and test out some of these new features before they make their way to the collection, make sure you sign up to be a Halo Insider by going to the Halo Insider website. For those finally getting to enjoy all these Halo games in the Master Chief Collection on PC, a lot of those key features from PC are making it way onto consoles for those who want to play it on their shiny new boxes, set it to 120Hz, mess with the FOV, and especially interesting, adding a custom game browser for people to play with all the fun game modes and maps that they've been making. Number 3, it's taken 10 years, but Halo 3 is getting a brand new multiplayer map. Dom Pepiat at VG247 writes, 343 Industries has announced that a new map is coming to Halo 3 via the Master Chief Collection, and it'll be the first new map since 2009's Mythic 2 map pack. In a blog post released on Halo Waypoint on Friday, developer 343 Industries announced that a new map is coming to the game from the cancelled Halo Online project that was developed by Saber Interactive. This is likely the new place part of the new place and way to play the 343 teased just last week. In case you're unaware, Halo Online was a free-to-play Halo multiplayer release that only ever saw action in Russia in 2015, 
that was built on a modified version of the Halo 3 engine. Halo fans have been curious about the game ever since it launched, and repeated attempts enthusiasts have made to get the game online unofficially have quickly been derailed by Microsoft. Some digging by the folks over at Kotaku seems to suggest that the incoming map will be Waterfall, a cancelled Halo online map that never actually launched in the short-lived free-to-play title. A cool bit of history, and it's cool to see a game so old as Halo 3 to get a new multiplayer map for everyone to enjoy. Number 4, 343 Industries has no current plans for Halo Wars 2 updates or a new Halo Wars game. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Earlier this week, a job listing posted by developer 343 Industries revealed that the studio is looking for a new producer to help develop a new project in the Halo universe. Fans began speculating what this new project could be, with many hoping a new Halo Wars game could be on the way. Sadly, the listing was nothing more than a job role for Halo Infinite. And now 343 Industries has announced it has no current plans for a new entry in the Halo Wars series. In a new Halo Waypoint blog, Halo Community Manager John Jusek revealed that the developer isn't currently looking at creating a new Halo Wars game, nor is it planning on bringing further content updates and changes to Halo Wars 2. Quote, 343 Industries has no current plans for further Halo Wars 2 work, including content updates, balanced patches, bringing the title to other platforms, or a new game in the series. We will, however, continue to monitor the game and ensure everything is working as expected. End quote, Jusek wrote. So I've enjoyed my time with Halo Wars 1 and 2. I never beat 2, but I plan on replaying those two games and the entire series leading up to Halo Infinite. Sad we won't get another Halo RTS in this vein, but I want to see what else they could do with other experiences and projects in the Halo universe. When we thought this could be hinting at a new game before that job posting was for Halo Infinite, everyone was speculating about what kind of game or genre this game could be, and I'd love to see them tackle a Halo horror game, Put me on a ship desolate in space with a flood all around me. First person horror? Mm, sign me up. Number 5. More exciting platform updates coming to Xbox Series X and S this year. Dom Pepiet at VG247 writes, Exciting new features are set to arrive for the Xbox Series X and S this year, according to Microsoft's Director of Program Management, Jason Ronald. Over on the latest installment of the official Xbox podcast via Video Games Chronicle, Ronald noted that the newest Xbox consoles are still very young and that over the coming months we're going to be hearing more announcements about how Microsoft plans to update them. Quote, As a team, we're just really excited by the initial response from fans all around the world. At launch, we say it all the time internally, this is really just the beginning. We've got a lot of really exciting things that are coming down the pipeline over the coming months and over the coming years. End quote, Ronald said. Quote, There's a lot coming, we can't really say too much. End quote, added Director of Programming Larry Erb on the podcast. Quote, I think we're going to have to have Ronald back on the show sooner rather than later. End quote. First and foremost, it looks like Microsoft is focusing on updating the Xbox mobile app with achievement tracking and broadcasting updates. DVR quality enhancements and quick resume tweaks will all be in the pipeline for the consoles. Despite some teething issues, then the launch of the Series X and S has been a good rollout for Microsoft. We've even heard that the Xbox Series X and S was the top selling platform in the UK during January. This is the main story as these are facts from the people at Microsoft themselves, such as Jason Ronald. But insiders and rumor mill people across the internet have been hinting that some big, very exciting news is coming down the pipeline this year for Xbox. I can't wait to see what is true, what's not true, and what is announced for this year that we don't know is coming yet. Number 6, Crash Bandicoot 4 comes to PS5, Series X, and S, and Switch March 12th. Mike Fahey at Kotaku writes, The excellent, if a bit sadistic, Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time is about to get two upgrades and hopefully not too much of a downgrade on March 12th when the game launches on PS5, Series X, and Series S, and Nintendo Switch. Activision announced the next-gen and friend releases this morning, along with a PC version coming to Blizzard's Battle.net later this year. Who's ready for Crash Bandicoot running at 4K 60 frames per second? That's what Activision and developer Toys for Bob are delivering for the PS5 and Series XS consoles, upscaled on the Series S of course, along with faster load times and support for 3D audio. 
Owners of the Xbox One or PS4 will be able to upgrade at no cost, except in Japan. For fans of Crash Bandicoot 4 and the franchise as a whole, which I am not, time to play on the shiny new boxes sooner rather than later. March 12th is only less than a month away. Number 7, The Division 2, Ubisoft Massive confirms more content is planned for 2021. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, The Division 2's title update 12 was meant to be the last title update for the game, but Ubisoft has changed its mind and it has confirmed that more content is on the way later this year. Ubisoft Massive posted a message from the Division 2 team on Reddit saying that the new content is due to your continuous passion and support. Quote, Today we are thrilled to confirm that there will be additional content for The Division 2 released later this year. It is your continuous passion and support which enables us to continue to build upon the Division 2 experience and we cannot thank you enough for that, end quote, Ubisoft Massive wrote. While no details were revealed as to what content may be, Ubisoft promised we won't have to wait too long. This is great news for fans of The Division 2, especially those who are returning to the game or trying it for the first time, since its 4K60 next-gen update arrived for PS5 and Series X and S. I never got into The Division myself, but for the millions of fans out there, here's some more content coming this year. And I've seen a lot of people getting back into the game with that next-gen patch, so good on you guys, you got some more content coming your way pretty soon. And number 7, Cancelled Iraq War FPS 6 Days in Fallujah Resurrected for 2021 Release. IGN staff writes, at IGN, Six Days in Fallujah, a military FPS based on a real Iraq war battle, has been resurrected by a new developer and publisher after being cancelled by its original publisher over a decade ago. Set for release on PC and consoles this year, the new version of Six Days in Fallujah is developed by Highwire Games, a studio founded by Halo's lead designer and published by Victoria. A tactical shooter, the game is based on events that took place in 2004 during the second battle for Fallujah in Iraq. Designed with accuracy in mind, over 100 Marines, soldiers, and Iraqi Sullivans have been interviewed to ensure authenticity. The campaign depicts six days of conflict as experienced by the U.S. Marines as they attempted to recapture Fallujah from Al-Qaeda. To simulate the battle, the developers at Highwire Games claim to have created unique technologies and game mechanics designed to replicate the uncertainty and tactics of modern combat in a way that other games do not. The original version of Six Days in Fallujah was announced in 2009 by developer Atomic Games and publisher Konami, but was met with criticism from war veterans and anti-war groups. Setting a violent video game in a real-world war, particularly one not just fresh in the memory, but also seen as unjust, was seen as controversial. This caused Konami to pull out the project, while never formally cancelled by Atomic Games, news on Six Days in Fallujah gradually faded. In the years since, Atomic Games' former CEO Peter Tomte has set up Victoria and has now been working on a new version of Six Days in Fallujah since 2016. Tom Tay himself was the executive vice president of Bungie during the development and launch of Halo Combat Evolved. The development team of the new version of Six Days in Fallujah is headed by James Griesmer, who is lead designer and developer on Halo and Destiny. While music is provided by Halo's original composer, Marty O'Donnell, numerous other ex-Bungie staff make up Highwire, including former design director, character, vehicle, and weapon artists, Vectora has said that more details on the game will be released in the coming weeks. For those that don't remember the controversy in 2009, it took mainstream media by storm. I'm of the mind that if they can handle this with authenticity and care, that video games could be a way to depict stories and experiences in real-world events that otherwise wouldn't be possible to get on the ground level of them. We'll have to see how this game pans out and how the experience as a whole pans out for everyone involved. I'm curious to see how the media is going to handle it this time around, but I guess we're going to get more information soon, as they stated in the article. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is a fun fact, but more so a deal. Current Game Pass Ultimate members can use a trick to get 4 months for $29.99. If you go onto Amazon or pretty much any store that sells EA Play 12-month memberships for $29.99, 
You pay that, that'll convert to 7 months of Game Pass Ultimate for $30.99. Not a bad deal if you stack that and continue to build up Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, considering that it's $15 a month. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I finished The Medium, and it's totally an okay, fine game. To me, it was really the story that saved it, being so intriguing at times, whereas the gameplay was pretty boring. I'd be excited to see what Bloober Team could do with a sequel to the game, but for now, we'll have to see. I also continue to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone, just can't get enough of that game. My name is Brandon Rosie, you can follow me on Xbox at Rosie93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.